0: You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Tuesday, October 30th, 2018, and we read from the book of Isaiah. We read today, in the aftermath of the massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. The words we read are part of a hymn, a communal hymn of thanksgiving for God's deliverance from tyrants. Isaiah points to the plans formed of old, a reminder to the wounded, God's plan will win the day, not those of politicians or tyrants. Even in the midst of this competence, Pittsburgh reminds us the work of tyrants is an ever-present threat in every community. Those who choose God's plan are called to serve their neighbor. To help ensure deliverance from tyrants is not just a wish dream, but a reality. We listen to Isaiah chapter 25 verses 1 through 9 as one afflicted and in desperate need of hope. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Plans formed of old, faithful and sure. For you have made the city a heap, the fortified city a ruin. The palace of aliens is a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore strong peoples will glorify you. Cities of ruthless nations will fear you. For you have been a refuge to the poor a refuge to the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm, and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place, you subdued the heat with the shade of clouds. The song of the ruthless was stilled. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, a well-aged wine strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, that sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. On the 15th of May, in the jungle of Newell, in the heat of the day, in the cool of the pool, he was splashing, enjoying the jungle's great joys, when Horton the elephant heard a small noise. So it was, in the cool pool in the jungle of Null, Horton the elephant discovered the people of Whoville. Horton could not see this tiny village. He only heard their cry for help and protection. The Who people lived on a speck of dust. The speck of dust rested on a clover. Moved by compassion, though, he vowed to protect them from all harm, a task which turned out to be more difficult than he first thought. If you are familiar with Horton Hears a Who, then you remember the line repeated throughout the story, a person is a person no matter how small. What many people don't know is Theodore Seuss Giselle, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss, wrote this book for the people of Japan. A patriotic American, Giselle hated the Japanese during World War II. When the war ended, he visited the nation and discovered beautiful people and a wonderful culture. One of the lines in the book, When the black bottom birdie let go and we dropped, we landed so hard that our clocks have all stopped, is a direct reference to the nuclear bombs dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. A person is a person, no matter how small, is more than a declaration of equality, These words mark an intentional change in the heart of one author. Theodore DeSalle decided to turn his hatred into love and compassion, a love which continues to shape the hearts of children around the world. I doubt Dr. Seuss had any idea that people living on a speck of dust resting on a clover was not Japan, but the entire planet Earth. No one realized this until February 14, 1990. On that day, Voyager 1 space probe took a picture of Earth from 3.7 billion miles away. In the photo, planet Earth is less than a pixel in size. We live on a tiny speck of dust, and on this speck of dust we clamor and fight. Often the struggle is to find love, acceptance, compassion, and security. However, some let their anger and hatred consume their hearts to a point they're willing to kill. Their actions make evil appear overwhelming and all consuming, but these acts all take place on a microscopic speck of dust. There are some of us who have ears to hear a still small voice calling from the darkness. This still small voice is not one calling out for help, but one offering protection and hope. You can hear this voice in the words of Isaiah Isaiah reminds us that we are all small and vulnerable, we all die yet he points to a power beyond our comprehension. There is one who holds all the pieces of dust together in love. This one is preparing a feast. The finest foods are not reserved for the chosen or the righteous. This banquet is prepared for all people, no matter how small. The Almighty will join us at this banquet, but will not eat the choice meats. God will feast on death. It will be swallowed up not as punishment, but as life for those beaten by the forces of darkness. In synagogues across the globe, the scrolls of the Torah are kept in a box. When it's time to worship, they are brought out and the people dwell deeply in these words. While they are wordsmiths, the real purpose of this discipline is to hear the still small voice which calls out to the speck of dust. These are the words of eternal life, which bullets cannot destroy. When has your anger created a bigger problem than already existed? And how does your heart find relief from hatred? I invite you to search your soul, to pray, and to explore where do you need a change of heart? Where do you need to discover hope? Pray these thoughts into God's ears and invite God to open your ears to hear the still small voice speaking back to you. Let us listen one more time to Isaiah chapter 25, verse 1 through 9. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, plans formed of old, faithful and sure. For you have made the city a heap, the fortified city a ruin. The palace of aliens is a city no more, it will never be rebuilt. Therefore strong peoples will glorify you, cities of ruthless nations will fear you. For you have been a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place... You subdued the heat with the shade of clouds. The song of the ruthless was stilled. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, a well-aged wine strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, that sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Let us pray together. The ways and power of death tries to consume us. The words of death surround us. The fear of death envelops us. We pray for the community of faith at the Tree of Life Synagogue. And we pray for all Jewish people who are forced to deal differently with the threat of death than us. In the midst of this threat, we come now to hear a different word. A true word. A life-giving word. Remind us we are all on Isaiah's mountain. Where tears are wiped away, where a banquet table has been set, where death has been swallowed up forever. We do not fully understand it, we may not fully believe it, and yet here it is, the power of life within us and among us. So let us be glad and rejoice in our salvation. Amen. Now may God grant you freedom, may Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go and protect you on your way. Amen.